This episode is brought to you by StreamYard. StreamYard is a live streaming platform. It's browser-based. It makes your live streams look like a pro ran it. You guys can check out how I run my streams on YouTube and all the different platforms where I use StreamYard. And so get started with StreamYard today. Check the show notes for a link to get you a 14-day free trial on any of the StreamYard plans. Check it out and I'll see you inside the episode. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to another live stream. Or if you're listening to this on the podcast, welcome to the podcast. Glad to have you here. Uh, my name is Rob Balasavis. I'm joined today by my friend Mitch Bonacorso. Got that last name right. Uh, Mitch, welcome, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great, Rob. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to talking with you and uh, connecting to your community. So, Rob, thanks so much again. Yeah, absolutely, man. Um, real quick introduction, Mitch, because like we, uh, I know you, I know you pretty well, what you do, uh, but I think uh, our friends here in the creator economy on the channel and the podcast would love to get to know you a little bit better because you got a lot of insight around brand deals, um, influencer marketing, sponsorships. That's what we're going to be diving into today. So tell us a little bit about who you are, what you do and uh, the company that you're with. Gladly. So my name is Mitchell Bonacorso. I am the brand partnerships manager here at Creator.co. Um, for those watching, I am here in the Creator HQ. Um, and uh, for those listening, um, I'm looking forward to connecting with you all. So I've been uh, representing brands and creators for uh, over five years now. I've had the pleasure of connecting with creators of all sizes, managing their deals, um, essentially allowing them to monetize their channel. I've spent a few years now on the brand side, allowing brands to connect to content creators at scale. Um, and, and what makes me happy is connecting creators to brands, um, allowing brands to connect to high value creators. So uh, again, really looking forward to you know hashing this out and, and seeing if we could provide some additional value um, to content creators at all sizes. Yeah, yeah, awesome, Mitch. I'm really excited about it because uh, we uh, we connected a little while ago and then we uh, met up. I saw you in San Diego at Social Media Marketing World. You guys had a booth. You guys. I mean, you guys were popping at the booth. You guys were popular <laughs> out there. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, I'm really excited to, to be, you know, diving into this. So, uh, guys, if you guys are here live, um, you know, drop all of your questions. Any questions around influencer marketing, uh, getting brand deals, getting sponsorships, you know, media kits, you know, what's needed, all of that stuff. Uh, no, you know, no questions are, are, you know, out of bounds around that. So drop that so that uh, we can get Mitch to speak into that here today. I see Andrew. Uh, in the chat, Andrew's a good friend of mine. Uh, he's uh, behind the some of the channels at Salesforce. So uh, Andrew, good to see you here. Uh, Daniel is here as well. Um, so yeah, good to see you here. So um, we're going to talk about creator.co, uh, but uh, Mitch, uh, tell us a little bit about just influencer marketing in general, because you're in the middle of all of that stuff, all the stuff that's happening, NFTs, creator economy, all of this stuff. So uh, tell us how you know influencer marketing from a brand perspective has really grown over the last year, couple of years, even just influencer marketing as a budget item for a lot of brands um, in their marketing budgets. How has that kind of grown? Yeah, this is a great question to kick things off, Rob. So uh, I remember when I was in high school and we were talking about influencers, a lot of my friends were influencers at the time and we'd have our marketing classes and I'd speak of the value of content creators and how content creators can share products. And, you know, I remember the traditional advertising professors and um, teachers kind of scoffing at this idea. You know, I mean, 10 years ago, we used to see titles um, saying, you know, influencer marketing is, um, is a scam and content creators provide no value. Um, well, Rob, you know, as you know, I'm so happy to share that the tides are changing now, right? Brands are really focused on connecting to high quality creators. Uh, we've gone from 
uh, influencer marketing campaigns with little to zero um, data behind them, all handheld, all done in Excel, uh, mm-hmm. all, all managed through email, just, you know, a brand reaching out to, you know, maybe an intern who has an idea um, strictly on Instagram. So now we have, you know, f- full campaigns from, from YouTube to TikTok to Twitter to Twitch, um, all central with either, you know, creating awareness or driving conversion. Um, so it's been really cool um, to kind of watch this grow. And, and personally, um, my story goes is that uh, I used to have a lot of uh, uh, social media creator friends um, and, and they wanted to spend their whole time content creating. Um, but their but their problem was was monetizing their channel. Um, and what I realized is that really it just kind of came down to connecting creators to brands. Um, and again, happy to share. It's, it's quite simple. There's a lot of different ways you can approach it, but ultimately it's getting your eyes in front of the brand. So, you know, I've built out media kits for content creators of all sizes, um, connected them to, to brands uh, quite simply by just introducing myself, you know, Hey, Hey, it's Mitch. Um, I'm working with this content creator. Uh, they've already created a bunch of automobile content. I see that your TikTok, you know, may, may be lacking some engagement. It'd be a great opportunity to partner with them. And then you just hop on the call and, 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 and build a relationship with them. Um, and, and there you go. Right. So you have a campaign going. So, um, you know, it started out uh, trying to get my content creators to get paid um, to, to allow them to do this full time. And uh, I did that for a, a few content creators. Um, and then more and more came, right? More content creators want to know how to monetize their channel. Um, so what makes me happy is, is really just uh, allowing those content creators to focus on that. Yeah, I love that. I mean, you know, from, um, from where I sit at Uscreen, we have the same sort of goals, right? Like within the creator economy, uh, there's the creators, there's brands, there's the platforms and tools that allow creators to monetize. And I think, you know, Uscreen and creator.co, we're sort of in that same space of like, we just want creators to win, you know, and I mean, yeah. creators win, brands win, and also the audience wins as well with better content. Um, and so, yeah, I'm glad that you answered that. Um, within within the whole, like, as of today, you know, 2022, like, where is the where is the opportunity for creators to make the most money in terms of platforms? Are you seeing YouTube creators being able to garner more uh, higher mm-hmm. sponsorships and brand deals, TikTok, like, Instagram, like what is what is sort of the what's winning out there in terms of platform and and, uh, where to build your content on? Yeah, I'm smiling ear to ear because it's a question (laughs) we see we we see all the time. And and I'm glad you already brought up YouTube Uh, to give you a short answer. Yes, YouTube does have a lot of potential. Um, You could even argue more so than other platforms to monetize. But this being said, you could have a creator who's doing really good on Instagram or TikTok who may be able to monetize more. I think a lot of the reasons why YouTube is considered one of the more highest paying platforms um, is is due to long form content. Um, I know from the brand point of view, if you're looking to get YouTube partnerships, the ticket item is going to be way higher uh, on average than Instagram and TikTok. And that's because when brands are looking for YouTube creators, typically those YouTube creators have been around for four, four to five years. As you know, you're working with a lot of you know, content creators who have built out their community. And the YouTube community, if you check out their comments, it's very personal. Um, content creators uh, have connected to YouTube. It's not very transactional as um, as TikTok, the For You page. It's a long form video. You know the family. You, you know what, they're, what they've worked with. So uh, yeah, it, you know, the short answer is YouTube has a lot of potential to monetize, but the long answer is it takes a while to build that out. So I'm happy to share that there's a lot of opportunity on TikTok and Instagram. 
And to, mm-hmm. now, to kind of answer your original question, I would say is dial into your niche. There's a reason why it's called key opinion leader. So if you are someone who posts about um, interior design, so for example, um, my mother is an influencer and she posts about uh, interior design and now she's worked with a series of, uh, of brands in the home decor space. That's and awesome. she's been able to do that because um, she just focused on what she likes. And that's what I recommend everyone do, right? Is, is they focus on the content they like, the brands will come. And, and when you're focusing on you know, your niche, you're able to reach out to those brands that you want to work with. And those brands are gonna see that spark. They're going to be enticed to work with you. Um, another example from my mom's content is, uh, my mom reached out to a brand in the home decor space. And at first they were like, ah, you know, we're not really willing to give you a product, but we can give you a coupon code. So my mom, my mom went ahead and, and purchased the item and made the content. Uh, and within two weeks, the brand was knocking on her door saying, hey, listen, we'll send you two products, one for a giveaway, one for you, uh, you know, run away with it. So, um, you know, work with your niche, dial into your craft um, and connect to brands that you're passionate about and it'll all fall into place. Uh, yes, if, you, if you're, if you're beelining for, for money, Send out as many emails as possible. Make sure your media kit's dialed in. Make sure you're connecting with people on LinkedIn uh, as well as email. Maybe even giving the brand a call and saying, hey, I'm a home decor creator. I really like your products. I have this idea. Can we hop on a call? Um, And that's how you'll build those relationships with brands and ultimately land those big ticket deals. Yeah, that's great, man. I love that. I love everything that you're saying. Um, You know, I kind of started answering my next question here, which is really how can creators really position themselves to get more brand deals? Um, I know there's platforms like creator.co again, you know, again, guys, you know, this is not sponsored by creator.co, by the way. Uh, I think it's just a fantastic tool to really connect brands with creators and also micro, micro influencers, nano influencers, right, Um, for those terms. So, um, yeah, curious, what are some of the things that they can do? You know, you mentioned reaching out, all of those things, really focusing in in your lane and your niche. Uh, but what are some of the basics that you need to have as a creator that you should have, um, you know, to really stand out to get the brand's attention? Yep. You need your media kit. You preferably need your website. You need your content to be dialed in and you need to be approachable. Your content needs to be value driven. Yeah, you need to have something that can stand out. Um, and as Andrew mentioned in the chat, um, IRL events work great. Sorry, in real life events are, are perfect and a great opportunity um, for you to get a hold of the brand. Um, you know, when I've worked with creators, the big thing for them is is they don't want to also feel like a sellout. They don't want to just work with any mm. brand. They want to work with the brands that are important to them. So yeah. as a talent manager, it was always like, you know, with, with creators of smaller sizes, they're kind of open to all deals. And now I would challenge those micro creators who are kind of saying yes, yes, yes to all deals is, your audience, as you know, I know many creators already are aware of this. They don't yeah. want to just hear any partnership. They want a partnership that they can see is important to you. So I would focus on the quality of the outreach. Again, if you're, say, for example, a fitness influencer, don't just take that supplement deal. Don't just take that um, that vitamin deal just because it's paid, right? What's an extra $100 uh, if you're going to make your audience feel fragmented from, from your authentic self? So I would say position yourself by making yourself business uh, appropriate, such as having a website. A website is a huge leg up on a lot of micro creators. And you can easily do that on Wix or Canva or the like. And a media kit. Make sure your media kit is simple and to the point. Everyone's got a media kit nowadays. And to be honest, sometimes when brands demand influencers and media kit. I'm like, well, why can't you just check out their Instagram, right? Their Instagram has all the analytics right there right, for them. Right. Um, so, you know, get, get in front of brands. You know, I, I really recommend one of the biggest value out I was able to have for a lot of 
creators is just sending emails to brands, you know, letting mm -hmm. them know, you know, I represent this creator, but you don't need to have a talent manager. You can easily represent yourself, introduce yourself to the brand, send your Calendly link, say, hey, you know, I really want to work with your brand. Um, this is my idea, right? You, you want to drive home the collaboration because let's be real. There's so many creators asking brands to work with them. I mean, everyone wants to get a brand deal, but you need to stand out. You need to, you know, um, in my case, one thing we did for uh, in the Canadian region for tourism uh, companies is I actually sent the company a strategy idea. You know, I mm -hmm. let them know where we are going to go, what the content's going to look like, what deliverables um, you will see. And ultimately, that was their ability to hop on a call and learn more. Yeah, yeah, that's, those are great ideas. And um, there is a, uh, so creator.co does have a collaboration hub. Uh, Mitch, you probably explain this better. So what is what is the collaboration hub? What's that built for? Yeah, great. And, and this is another way that creators can truly leverage their ability to connect to brands is go onto the collaboration hub and see which brands are actively looking for influencers. So as you can see here, that, that as um, for those watching, uh, Rob is scrolling through the collaboration hub where it is essentially a Pinterest board of collaborations and as you can see creators there is paid campaigns and you know the tides are turning brands are, are very open to you know to opening up their wallet and paying you to make high quality content so check out the collaboration hub see which brands work for you you know apply to those campaigns and also you have access to speaking to them so not only do you get to you know work with the brand get product get paid but you also get to uh, connect to the brand and develop a long-term partnership which yeah. if you're asking me, I do think that that's the most important opportunity for creators is let's partner with um, uh, brands long term. Let's, you know, transactional may turn off some of your followers, whereas long term partnerships, authentic ones, that is um, your audience will really appreciate. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, I've had brand deals. I have brand deals right now, sponsorships on my personal content uh, here on YouTube. Shout out to StreamYard. Thank you so much for supporting this channel. Um, and I do agree, like long term is the way to go with, I mean, as a, as a creator, right, Mitch? Like you don't want to be going from like one deal and then going hunting for the next deal and the next deal, right? You want something that's just repeatable. And as long as the, converse, the, um, the relationship is going really well and everybody's happy and delivering, then, um, you know, that's the way you want to go. You know, it's predictable revenue, right, for the yep. most part. Um, and so, yeah, so that's uh, that's a great resource, uh, the Collaboration Hub. So if you guys are listening um, or you're watching the replay and you're watching or just listening to the audio, uh, I'll have the link in the show notes. You guys can check out the Collaboration Hub. So uh, that's awesome. Um, I want to shift the conversation a bit. Mitch, because you guys over there, creator.co, you guys actually kind of work on both sides of the spectrum. You have like on both sides of the coin, you have uh, you work with brands and then you also work with the creator. So I want to shift over to uh, talking to some of the folks out there that are representing brands. Um, you know, in influencer marketing has been a term that's been around for a while. Um, but I think for a lot of, um, you know, there's a lot of early adopters in terms of companies that have leveraged influencer marketing, jumped on it once it started. Um, but uh, more and more now, right? They're finding that, hey, people are not using ads anymore. They're not watching ads. They're paying for YouTube premium. They're not seeing ads. So like marketing options are limited and it's kind of dwindling down to like just working directly with influencers and having integrations. So um, talk to me about how brands can start working with influencers and sort of like what are some of the things that they should be thinking about when starting influencer marketing campaigns. Great. So let's start real simple. 
brands have the opportunity to connect to online customers, creators, influencers to promote their product and ultimately drive conversion and awareness. The question becomes, how are we going to do this? So if you're a brand, you could pick up the phone, call a creator and say, hey, can you post this for me? And that will work at, at its core. You, you may get results. Alternatively, you can set up some emails or you could direct message creators. There's many ways to get creators interested in promoting your product. But the question becomes for brands of all sizes is, how are we going to do this at scale? Because there's a, a, a series of nuances that come with this, such as licensing to post content, analytics. So here at Creator, we found that the best way to do this is to first identify the pain and then the capacity and then the goal because ultimately the, the start and end of influencer campaigns from any brand of any size is the same it's, it begins with the creator and it ends with content but when we identify the pain so in, in some for examples some brands have had a pain of working with creators uh, in the past because they don't know how to navigate content licensing or they don't know how to get the tracking code right so that's their pain. We start with that. You know, we ask them, you know, how can how can we work with um, this problem? The next is the capacity, right? So what is a brand's capacity to connect mm. influencers? Do they have 400 pieces of content? Do they have $400? Do they have 4,000? Do they have 400,000, right? And then the right. goal of the campaign. Is the goal content? Is the goal conversion? We've mm. worked with uh, brands that have had no content on their website before working with us. And they were just about to pay an agency tens of thousands of dollars to go into a studio and make some cinematography, high corporate commercial grade content. And instead of that route, they decided, hey, let's just send 100 pieces of content uh, of product out to content creators mm. and let them make the content. Well, it turns out that the, in the latter case, it performed way better. They were able to get an earned media value that was well beyond what they would have secured through an agency. And then they had 100 affiliates who were sharing the product um, and, and connecting their uh, brands to their audiences, which has you know a series of benefits. So, you know, at its core, real simple, brands can leverage influencer marketing by connecting to creators that are in their niche. If you're if you're a CPG brand, if you're a snack brand. You know, find foodies, right? If you're a cosmetics brand, find skincare reviewers. If you're looking to do this at scale, I would say the best way to do that is to establish a list of influencers you want to work with. Now you need to message them. Now you need to make them interested. You cannot give up after the first time you reach a creator. On the brand end, that's one of the biggest things we hear, and it's a big red flag. You need to be messaging creators many times for them to get back to you. Everyday creators are getting up to five collaboration offers a day. Why mm -hmm. should they work with you? What can you offer them? If it's if it's an incentive of $100, you are going to acquire a more high quality creator. I always say there's a reason why the Times Square billboard costs more. And that's because you're able to get more eyes. So brands of all budgets can leverage influencer marketing. You can mm -hmm. send product or you could secure conversion. You know, again, going back to the pain capacity goal, start with that um, and, and let's make something great. Yeah, that sounds really good. Um, if you guys are live, by the way, if you guys have any questions around brand deals, sponsorships, um, if you're representing a brand, you have questions around, um, you know, influencer marketing. Uh, yeah, drop them in the chat. That's what we're here for today. All right. That's what we're talking about with Mitch from creator.co. Um, Mitch, on, in terms of 
the brands then working with influencer marketing, um, what are some of the measures of success? I think you mentioned some of them, but like initially when you're starting out, what are those measures um, that the brand should should be focusing on? I know there's probably some that they're they're going to focus on, like vanity metrics more or less, or even conversions. But like, what are some of the what are what's your suggestions there in terms of like what should these things be measured on in terms of campaigns? Great question. There are a series of marketing KPIs that are important. There's ROI, there's CPA, there's brand awareness, brand sentiment, website visitors, reach and engagement, affiliate code, uh, UTM code. There's a series of metrics that we can use to be able to evaluate the success of an influencer marketing campaign. One of the important parts that brands I know care a lot about is the ROI. And in order to mm -hmm. measure the ROI, we need to see the analytics of a content creators. Here at Creator, we send creators a link to join their Instagram to the platform so that brands are able to see the first party platform data all in one dashboard. In other cases, brands ask the creators to send a screenshot of the engagements. Now, mm -hmm. um, if you're a savvy creator, you may know a couple of people who have Photoshopped their engagement. And this, <laughs> is why, this is why an API is so important for That's brands right. um, so that they can see firsthand what's going on. Now, taking a step further for brands that care about conversion. This is where UTM links come. This is where affiliate codes help and coupon codes, right? And not only do coupon codes are great for tracking, you know, who's who's pushing what, who's who's a great affiliate. It's also right. an incentive for their audience to go and check out the website and purchase something. If I can use code, you know, Rob2022 um, at StreamYard, I'm going to, you know, be incentivized to go check out StreamYard use your coupon code, and then StreamYard can see, hey, Rob's performing really well. Let's work with him again. So, right. you know, based on your goals, I would always recommend setting up a coupon code. But this being said, though, some people, I would say, I'll go out on a limb here and get lost in the weeds when it comes to evaluating metrics of influencer marketing. If you're under 10,000 followers as a brand and you're really worried about evaluating click-through rate, you may be getting ahead of yourself. I would focus mm -hmm. on the content because we know that unique content um, that is value-driven works. Um, so I would you know, really focus on those collaborations um, and, and drive through the success of the campaign. That's, that's actually a really good point because um, a, a lot of brands actually don't really care so much about conversions or like in terms of um, new signups, like new customers or acquisitions, they just want awareness or they just need content. You know, we we have no YouTube presence, so they'll pay creators to uh, sponsor creators to make videos for their own channel, for their YouTube channel, right, and things like that for TikTok, for Reels. Um, uh, you know, and and so it's not really even about like I just need conversions. I I need customers. I need your audience. Um, I just need your style and you know you showing up, creating nice videos and content for us for our own brand, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, I always say that we need to keep your product top of mind. A lot mm -hmm. of commerce companies out there right now are not a impulse decision. You're not just sitting right. on your couch and decide, hey, I'm going to purchase shady sunglasses. You need to stay top of mind so that the next time you're thinking about sunglasses, go, oh, I saw that TikTok. I saw that Instagram. I think I'm going to go check out them. So it's about staying top of mind. It's about, you know, utilizing um, this content to make sure that, you know, 
you're even heard of, right? There's so many products out there now. So yeah. um, partnering with the right creators um, is a huge advantage for you over the next company that's um, dumping 30K into Google ads. It's like, where, you know, what, what content is that creating? Uh, we're seeing a lot of brands since the iOS 14 changes with the, with the cookies is yep. that, you know, they're now realizing I, I have to pay a lot of money for paid ads. Like, yeah. And I'm not getting any content. My my Instagram's underperforming. I keep mm -hmm. having to, you know, add more and more money to my to my Facebook and my Google ads. Why wouldn't I just send my product to this guy who's been posting about fitness supplements for two years straight? He can make the content. I have rights to that content, and then I yeah. can make that a paid ad. And right. what we're seeing is that agencies and brands are taking full advantage of that because you want your content to show up that's not like an ad. You know, people right. know what an ad looks like now. There's a reason why YouTube premium is doing well because people don't want ads. Right. So when you show up in front of your customers and it does, it's not apparent, it's an advertisement, um, there's, there's a greater chance that you're going to stay top of mind. Yeah, that's that's actually really good. You said two things really quick and hopefully people don't miss it. Um, you mentioned that you as a brand have rights to the content. Um, that's a huge that's a huge value for creators. That's something that creators should be charging extra for. To like, yes. hey, Mitch, if I, if I sponsor one of your YouTube videos, yes, it's going to be on your channel. But for me to use it in, say, Facebook ads, for example, that's a premium that you might charge me. Right. So creators, yeah. if you guys are listening, um, you know, there's a lot of little add ons that you can you can put into the contracts that you should be thinking about as well. Yeah, this is a great question, Rob, and it pits me right in the middle of the brand and the creator. <laughs> I know, trust me, I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, for, for, for the brands out there, they know how important it is to be able to repurpose the content. And for creators out there, you know how important it is to be in control of your content. Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. let me put on both hats here. Let me first put on the creator hat. If I'm a creator, I want to be able to leverage my content. If I'm a high quality creator, you have the leverage. There's no secret that you are going to be able to leverage your content rights for the brand and you will be able to get more of a uh, collaboration ticket um, if you negotiate accordingly. And really that's that's what comes down to both sides. So um, both the brand and the creator, you need to enter negotiation. You mm -hmm. need to speak to the brand, you need to advocate for yourself and that's how you get the best deal. So um, you know, creators out there, yes, you should be advocating for content rights but this being said if you're under ten thousand, my friend um and, and and you have a collaboration on the table i would think of content rights as an ability to get in front of more eyes right. yes i understand that that may be you know concerning for some content creators but hey the the, the world is we're moving more and more into this space um, and actually my prediction is that content rights moving forward um, will always be in perpetuity just due to the fact that, you know, we're, the information age is, we're only going more and more into this. On the brand side of things, you you want that unlimited usage rights. You, you want to be able to use that content in paid ads. You want to be able to, if it uses well, to be able to get a billboard, you want that content. Um, so work with your creators. Um, let them know the incentive. And this is why I'm always bullish on brands paying their creators because then they can use this content in a variety of ways and ultimately yeah. see the value. Yeah, absolutely. So what, what you mean then, Mitch, um, what you're saying is that uh, creators should be um, creators in terms of like, let's say you're under 10,000 or like, you know, you're an up and coming creator, but you do have attention from brands working on collaborations and deals. Um, the Don't discount the exposure that you're going to get from them promoting that content. Is that what you're saying? Like, Well said. 
like yes. is like hey if if you if they sponsored you and then you are to create maybe a course or a small uh, video even for their support hub or something um that may be shared by their team to people that you don't know so you're going to grow your audience um you, you know and, and you may charge a little bit less because you're up and coming but that has a lot of value is that what you're saying kind of thing like exactly yes okay okay gotcha gotcha yeah. I caught it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Very good. Very good. Um, cool. Um, okay. Now in terms of like, you know, so we're in this space now of like, how do you price your brand deals? Yes. Like there's such a, there's no blue book on, you know, what is my brand deal? Like some people that have, you know, 10,000 subs, um, you know, two different creators can charge, you know, depending on their niche and, um, you know, can charge more uh, or less. So there's no like, perfect equation here but how do you guys approach this in terms of pricing long story <laughs> short long story short rob yeah um long story short prices in this industry vary greatly and yeah. there's no standard rate card right this being said rate should be based around an influencer's follower count and engagement rate but less quantitative factors such as star power talent or access to a niche audience can impact the rate as well. So, mm -hmm. you know, most pricing starts with one of these baseline formulas and it goes from there. We start with engagement, right? We start look at the deliverables, the extra factors, and we get a total rate. The unspoken industry standard is $100 per 10,000 followers plus extras for the type of posts. And that's multiplied by the number of posts plus mm -hmm. the additional factors. So, you know, it, it's of course that your brand will be a factor as well in determining which influencer will offer the most value. So brands, brands out there with, with massive audiences, yeah, you can get away with maybe not paying creators that much because your brand has a prestige to it. This being said, Rob, it's very interesting to see we're now seeing big brands be concerned about not offering their creators enough. Why? Because just like the up and coming apps like Fishbowl for employments, where now employees are speaking to each other about mm -hmm. the ins and outs of, it, of, of a campaign. What we're now seeing is that creators are talking to each other about their rates. Yeah. So now mm -hmm. brands are concerned about getting canceled if they don't pay their creators enough because the last thing you want to be is viral for not paying your content creators. This is people's livelihood now. People are full-time mm -hmm. content creators. So, um, you know, it, it's really important um, to uh, to address that. And, and like someone mentioned in the, uh, inside the lab with tech mentions, um, the yeah. length of a video would be a determining factor for sure. The deliverables are, are very important. And again, to, you know, to bring up, um, some of our work process that's why we value content revisions you know mm -hmm. when a brand is able to have a full-time influencer marketing manager you can build rapport with these creators and encourage them to make revisions and hopefully they're down to do that because you were providing value to begin with yeah yeah absolutely yeah there's a there's a lot of things uh terrence inside the lab with tech that's great yeah sometimes um there's so many different factors too like there's such a thing now i've seen some that are co-branded so you may have two sponsors for a video or a piece of content um there's lots of little things like that so uh, i like what you said though you know i think there's a lot more transparency i've always kind yeah. of i think for the last i don't know i want to say for the last year and a half two years there's been more conversations inner circle within creators like amongst themselves about like hey this is what i'm getting this is what i'm getting it's kind of it's, it's kind of been taboo in the past of like 
it's kind of like you don't talk about what you make, you know, you don't talk about salary and stuff, but, you know, but I think more and more creators are talking about like what they're getting paid and, you know, going to conferences, what's being covered by different, you know, organizers and brands and things like that. Um, you know, so, so yeah, there's that. Um, I, I, this is kind of a, a, like a now question, but like, how do you feel about sort of this looming recession among mm -hmm. the economy? How is that affecting what you guys are doing and sort of the creators and brands that you guys are seeing yeah. out there? Great question. I'm happy to share that the creators and brands are still doing great. Sure. Yeah. Some of these companies that are, that were born out of COVID um, and, and they really relied on the, the COVID boom. Um, they're suffering a little bit, but where this allows them to have the capacity to grow is realizing that these content creators can be their billboards. They are their walking billboards on TikTok, on Instagram, and on YouTube. So, you know, I, I would say that, you know, while the, while the markets are, are certainly suffering, it's, it hasn't changed much for content creators who have their niche dialed in. For content mm -hmm. creators who have been working with brands for years, this has only been given them more of an opportunity to leverage the fact that e-commerce continues to grow, essentially regardless of, of the current um, situation. So um, if, I'm a, if I'm a creator, I'm still you know, reaching out to brands. I'm still connecting um, to other creators who I can collaborate with to drive home. And if I'm a brand, this has only given me more opportunities to connect to content creators because a lot of content creators due to the looming recession are, are focused um, maybe not by their own choice, but are, are forced to kind of focus on their content. So yeah. if I'm a brand, I'm still leveraging content. If I'm a creator, I'm still connecting to brands. Um, you know, it's a great question, but ultimately I'm happy to share that we haven't seen much of a hit um, yeah. so far. I'm glad to hear that from you guys. Cause you guys probably, I think you guys way more than we do um, see the bigger picture, you know, between brands and creators. And so I'm glad to hear that. Um, I, I agree. I think there's a lot of uh, brands that are doubling down on influencer marketing, sponsorships, brand deals. They've had a taste of some of that success from that investment during the, um, you know, the pandemic over the last couple of years. And so like right now, you know, I think some creators, some of the rates are going down in terms of that um, because there are there are more creators entering the economy or the, the the ecosystem. So it's like a supply and demand thing, right? There's more supply of creators and content. So, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, this is great. Okay, awesome. Um, Mitch, this has been good, man. I need you to tell us more about, you know, sort of what creator co does both for brands and creators um and where can people connect with you and, and creator.co if they want to work with you guys awesome rob yes it was very nice to connect with you and i hope to see you around vancouver very soon so uh, again team uh, we are creator.co uh, we allow creators and brands to connect to each other um, and ultimately make high quality content if you are a content creator check out our collaboration hub see if there's something that fits you connect to brands and, and, and create high quality content if you're a brand and you're looking to address influencer marketing and ultimately get awareness conversion um, uh, trust uh, from your teams um, check us out and, and we'd be happy to introduce you to a series of creators and also manage those relationships um, ultimately, we're seeing that be the biggest lift is is replying to influencers timely, uh, treating them respectfully and ultimately uh, giving them value. So uh, brands, if, if again, if you're looking to kind of scale your influencer marketing, hit us up and uh, content creators, get yourself out there. Keep dialing into your niche, um, be yourself online um, and, and reach out to these brands. Uh, if you would love to talk to me, I, I'd be happy to connect uh, on LinkedIn. You can find me there, uh, Mitchell Bonacorso. Or feel free to shoot me an email, uh, mitch at creator.co. 
Uh, Rob, thanks again for having me. Fantastic. Mitch, thank you so much, guys. Um, definitely recommend you connect with Mitch. Follow creator.co on the socials. They just give a lot of, you know, just valuable insights into uh, becoming a full-time creator. Um, and also, of course, for brands, you know, I sit on both sides. I follow these guys and I learn a ton on how to do influencer marketing, uh, both from the brand and also as a creator myself. So, uh, Mitch, thank you so much, man. Uh, we'll definitely try and catch you on the seawall jogging uh, <laughs> uh, one yeah. of these summer days, man. But yeah, thank you so much for hanging out with us and uh, we'll see you in the next one. Sounds good, Rob. Thanks so much. Thanks everyone for watching and listening. Talk soon.